Hi. Hi. Welcome to Ruin My Life, a podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. It's true. I am Jason Edwards. I'm Kelsey Goldman. What are we talking about this episode, Kelsey? This episode, we are talking about the TV series, Travel Man. And that Travel Man is the titular Travel Man. The titular Travel Man. Is Richard Iowade. One Richard Iowade. Uh, we love Richard Iowade. We love him so much. We love him. Comedian, actor, director. Auteur. Some Auteur. Mi- some might Auteur. Say. Auteur. Writer. <laughs> general presence on the UK panel show circuit. Yep. Uh, fixture of big fat quiz of the year it's true uh which we discussed in a previous episode we did this is technically our second richard iowade episode yes best known for his work on the it crowd yes morris moss uh, a show which um is great is great but is experiencing highly diminished returns because of the uh political opinions of its creator who's its creator again graham lynham oh yeah he's not good he's bad he's bad he's actually bad but richard iowade Still good. Still good. That's what we're here to talk Chris about. Because still good. No Chris feelings, O'Dowd? still good. We're talking about all of them in this episode. That's true. The only one we're not talking about... Is the lady. Is the lady. She's not been on Travel Man. Whose name, as we all know... Catherine? Catherine Parkinson. Very good. I'd look <laughs> it up. Uh, Catherine, sorry you're not in this episode. Go on Travel Man. Tough luck. Go on Travel Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our version of Go on Chapo. <laughs> Go on Travel Man. Um... So, Kelsey, do you want to tell me a little bit about Travel Man? Yes, I mean, I, I know will. about it because I've obviously, because the, the premise of the show is that I've watched it. Yes. You know? But for people who don't know about it. But that don't know about it, Travel Man is a travel documentary series presented by Richard Iowade. Each episode features Richard traveling to a new location with a different celebrity guest. Generally a comedian guest, but not always. Sometimes mm-hmm. an actor or other cultural figure. But usually, even if it's an actor, it's someone who's known for comedic roles or as he says accompanied by a variety of medium to well-known faces (laughs) he has a different every episode he has a slightly different version of how he explains who he's traveling with the most available the the most available people Uh, that's this is my personal favorite though the medium to well-known faces (laughs) um traveling with a different celebrity guest for a mini break or like a weekend in uh um a different city, usually in Europe, but not always. Is mini break like a, a universally used term? I think it's a UK thing. Because I've never or heard like, it before this show. Or like a Europe thing, but I think it's a I think it's a UK thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show is actually a spinoff of a show called Gadget Man, which was a show that originally starred Stephen Fry, um, and who was replaced by Richard Iwade after one season because I think Stephen Fry didn't want to do it anymore. It's an interesting uh, changeover. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd say it's a trade up or a it's trade just different. down. It's just but it's not so different, but it's they have very different energies. Yeah, the the first uh, season of Gadget Man is more like these are some weird, cool gadgets that are happening, and let's do like weird shit with celebrities with them. <laughs> um, but in a sort of like Stephen Fry scientific curiosity way, mm-hmm. and whereas with Richard Iwade is like it becomes almost a satire of itself because <laughs> when you put Richard Iwade in a situation, I feel like that's what happens. <laughs> that's a good. Um, description of the tone of the entire Travel Man show, yeah. to be honest. To be honest, yes. Um, yeah, so it's technically a spinoff of, of that, which I think ended in 2012 or 2013. Um, but it has far surpassed but it has now its parent far show, I believe. Its, its parent show, just because the whole premise is like Richard Iwadi is someone who is like a very inside homebody person, and he's going to show you how even he can travel. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode begins with like a a long 
Once again, it changes almost every episode, but sort of as a list of how, the many ways in which a mini break and travel in general is like so stressful <laughs> and like painful, especially for someone with Richard Awadi's very specific persona to endure. But he's going to walk you through it mm-hmm. at the cheapest possible cost. Yeah, usually. Yeah. It sort of is like almost a show about doing things in other countries on a low budget. Yeah. But the premise of the show is so like threadbare. Yeah. It's almost not really, it's, it's definitely not the point of the show. Yeah. The premise of the show is like, what if we just made Richard Iwadi hang out with other comedians in <laughs> random places? Yes. <laughs> you, uh, you will ostensibly learn some things about the city, the place they're visiting, mm-hmm. but you know. You could, you probably couldn't plan a trip based around the, the, these uh, these episodes. Well, you can because there's a travel man website which, for each episode, <laughs> lists everywhere they go and stuff they do and links you to that that place's website. Oh, which I found out today preparing well, excuse, for this episode. Excuse me. Anyway, my my one of the things I want to say, just in terms of describing the show, one of my favorite things about the show, half an hour long. Half an hour long makes most it, of the time makes it different from other travel shows, which often are an hour long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have time for that. It's travel without mercy. Travel without mercy. <laughs> Very good. And it is a mini break, so it would make sense that yeah. the show is half an hour long. For this particular episode, we decided to focus on four episodes of the show, which has 24 episodes. It's been going for what? Seven series. Seven series with four episodes each. Or as Americans call them, seasons. <laughs> With uh, two Christmas specials, so so thirty episodes technically, and it's 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 definitely a show that you can just sort of dip in and out. Yeah, no it's... no real like through lines throughout the episodes. Yeah, just pick and choose. <laughs> and so we basically, or well, Kelsey, you've selected these four episodes, or you... I, I selected three of them, and then asked you to select a fourth because we. This is something that I introduced Jason to, but I think possibly before we had started the podcast or at the very beginning of the podcast. No, it's it's this won't be funny to anyone else, but I find it very funny. We were doing this as we were doing the podcast, <laughs> but we never at any moment like stopped to consider, you know, be a good episode is Travel Man, Man. <laughs> this thing we both love that Kelsey introduced me to. Once again, fitting the very format of the show. It might have actually been, it might have actually come off the panel show Christmas episode. It probably did. Because we were watching one with Richard Iwate and I and we were both just like, oh, I love Richard Iwate. And I was like, oh, have you seen Travel Man? So this is sort of like a spinoff of an episode we did earlier. What? But it's the same show. So it's a spinoff within the same show. I like it. Anyway, so yes, um, <laughs> we're doing Travel Man now because Travel Man is awesome. And it's summer, so people want to go on vacation, you know. Okay. Why not? I don't, you just got I don't, back from a mini break. I don't think you need... I don't That's think true. you needed to justify that much, Kelsey. Well, you can cut it out. I, later I appreciate <laughs> the effort. Uh, it's good spirit, good energy. You did just get back from a mini break, though. I did. I recently went on a mini break to Montreal. Yeah. And I had a lovely time. Yeah. It was a million degrees out. <laughs> we went during that part of the summer where the sun sort of engulfed part of the Earth's surface. You know. So it was it was a warm trip. But I'd say we could have used someone like Richard Iwade. Yeah. To definitely. guide us. Anyway. For this episode of the podcast, I picked three and asked Jason to pick a fourth. Um, the episodes I picked are um, 48 Hours in Vienna, which is Series 2, Episode 1. Um, 48 Hours in Copenhagen, Series 2, Episode 3. And then and, and Vienna features Chris O'Dowd. Vienna features Chris O'Dowd. Copenhagen features Noel Fielding. <laughs> um, and then I also picked 48 Hours in Budapest, which is Series, series 5, Episode 2, and features Ashling B. 
And then Jason picked 48 Hours in Helsinki, Series 4, Episode 2, featuring the one and only Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man himself. Ant-Man. <laughs> you know, you know Ant-Man the Wasp? Yeah. He's the Ant-Man. He's the Ant-Man. That's him. <laughs> and it was really hard because like I love like most of the episodes of the show. They're all basically the same, but wonderful. <laughs> the only real like variation is, I mean, if you have any sort of connection to the place they're going, you yeah. might have a different reaction to it. If you've been there, mm-hmm. as we actually have yes. between the two of us, these um three of these, correct? Not yeah. all of them. I don't think either of us have been to Helsinki. Okay, I've been to Copenhagen very yeah. briefly. Yeah. You spent a bit more time in Budapest. I mean, I was I spent a 5-day period in Vienna and Budapest. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I was in Copenhagen for literally one day. Yeah. Lovely mm-hmm. day though, lovely place. Mm-hmm. Would love to go back. There you go. Netflix. Netflix? No, we'll go we'll circle back around. We'll circle to this. back to that. We'll circle back around. <laughs> Just sort of planting that seed right there. I think Kelsey, yeah. for this episode, we should probably forego the episode by episode discussion because, right. as you've said, they're all basically the same. They're not. The only no. variation is the, is the guest, and even that is and the location. And the location, mm-hmm. yeah. But the only like, you know, if uh, if he has, you know, if he has better chemistry with a guest, yeah. like say Noel Fielding mm-hmm. or Chris O'Dowd, it'll be more enjoyable, mm-hmm. funnier. But even if it's someone he doesn't really know very well, mm-hmm. for instance, Paul Rudd, <laughs> he really seems to be meeting for the first time. In this episode. He definitely does. <laughs> uh, even, and they you know, have no real rapport established, but even the two of them, I mean, this bias because I love Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, I love looking at him. Love <laughs> having him around. Just a fun personality. Uh, but even then, when it's like sort of almost like awkward, not tense, but there's no real kinship between the two of them, it's still incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. So there's really, you, you can't go wrong. That's true. So I think rather, Kelsey, we should turn towards any, you know, for, sort of general discussion questions you want to pose about the show. Okay. So my first question is, why Why do you think the show works? Or if you don't think it works, which I think you think it works. <laughs> oh, it works. What does it work about it? <laughs> it works. Um, it, because, with like, an E. With an E-R-K. Works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> e. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say W-E-R-X. <laughs> works? It works. <laughs> Wor- well, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> you've, you've changed a lot of the, the ingredients. <laughs> that word's turning into a real Ship of Theseus discussion right there. Oh, is it even? Is How it many even letters can you swap word? out for, for the word work? <laughs> and that would be the same word. Um, so why do you think Travel Man works as a either comedy show or travel show or both? Well, why I think it works mm-hmm. as a travel show is... Primarily because people like to see people going places. I mean, you know, there's a whole industry of shows. They're just... There's like two channels. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's all like at least like above average charismatic people just going places. And people eat it up. And I see why. It's fun to get sort of... It's not the same as traveling, obviously. But it's sort of fun to look... You get a, get a peek into another place, another culture. Sort of get an idea. And if you're the person who like, you know, maybe you want to travel there someday... Gives you a little bit of an idea of, you know, maybe this is sort of the flavor I'm into. It's fun to watch people go places. Uh, I don't watch a ton of travel shows. Uh, aside from this show, the, the travel show I've watched the most of is Hidden America with Jonah Ray. The, I believe, Dearly Departed show, Hidden America. Yeah, there's two seasons. Lost, right? in, lost in the great CISO <laughs> the great... scuffle of 2017. Aww. It's a good show. R.I.P. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really a travel show person. Do you watch a lot of travel shows, Kelsey? Or do you watch, you probably watch more than I do, I would imagine. I would imagine. Probably. I tend to, I watch like, 
I want to say like lifestyle shows when I'm like mm. sad or like when I just don't, I don't have the emotional wherewithal to invest myself in a uh, narrative. Uh, I watch a lot of like world's greatest hotels or like, you know, yeah. um, it's not quite the same, but it's similar. Yeah. Like, yeah. like architecture shows and, and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I was watching, um, I think it was world's greatest hotels or top something hotels. And one of the hosts was Giles. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. One of the presenters was Giles from Supersizers. And I was like, oh, this is strange. Um, but yeah, but I like enjoy that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it for me, why it works is because like that kind of thing can be really tiring and annoying if the people who are like guiding you on this journey are tired and annoying after a while. <laughs> like they're not like a lot of the time presenters for shows like that are not people I want to hang out with. So, or like find interesting, but when you put Richard Iwadi in the, in that role, you're like, I love Richard Iwadi, like absolute legend, Richard Iwadi, absolute ledge, <laughs> like Richard Iwadi, and so like I wanna, I wanna like, I wanna just watch him insult people for an hour, like I would really enjoy that, <laughs> um, just like sitting behind a desk, he should do like performance art. <laughs> <laughs> he should be the roastmaster general. So uh, America has taken a lot of shows from Britain. It's no, it's no secret. Mm -hmm. we, we've done it for years. Mm -hmm. I think that Britain should start going the other way around. Yeah. They should take some of our beloved cultural institutions. And what institution more beloved and more cultural than the Comedy Roast? Than the Comedy Central Roast. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Ross, I believe, is our host. I, I got to imagine Britain can do one better than Jeffrey Ross. Okay. Sorry, buddy. I think it... it works as a show because it's like i want to watch him regardless of what he's doing and then like i'm also into for the travel element of it and like the things that he's doing are, are things that i want to do and like a, some of them are like offbeat sort of but some of them are like yeah you know this is a tourist thing and i want to do it i think for me that's why it works because i think a lot of time on travel shows the host is just like a sort of like supposed to be like an insert person here kind of person mm -hmm. news anchor kind of person the like, everyman the everyman and richard iwata is not the everyman mm -hmm. and i think that really works in his favor i think as a why it works as a comedy show is as you're saying it owes to richard iwata's specific comedic persona mm -hmm. which is kind of hard to pin down especially in regards to, to this show mm -hmm. because he's sort of is you know when you see him on IT crowd. It's a, mm -hmm. That's a very clear. Like that's the that's, that's a, a character. It's a nerd character. Yeah. That's not far off from his regular comic persona. And you see him on the panel shows. He's mm -hmm. sort of in a little different mode there. Mm -hmm. A little bit more relaxed, but still very hyper literate. Mm -hmm. Is the word I would use to describe his persona. That's accurate. very erudite. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of the stuff he says in the show. Erudite and a little bit judgy. <laughs> a little judgy. A little judgy, but not super judgy. Right. A little bit ironic and detached, but mm -hmm. not to an obnoxious degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost in this show. It's almost arch, especially the stuff he like the narration, the pre-written mm -hmm. material. But it's not quite there. Arch? It's a little bit more sincere. Arch. Yeah, arch. It's arch. What does that mean? Yeah, like it's like it's um exaggerated, theatrical. Oh, okay. Sort of yeah. not quite serious. Yeah, and I think camp I think... arch is kind of like Victorian camp. Is the best way I can describe <laughs> That's it. That's a really like evocative description. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, I think, and that also like the fact that the the sort of pre written like voiceover stuff is is more like that really like lends like juxtaposes with the like you know the interactions he's having, which a lot of the time are like 
you like the sincerity that you don't get a lot when he's on a panel show does <laughs> come out like especially in the episodes with chris o'dowd and, and no fielding because like these are people he's like legitimately friends with and has worked with for years. Like the Chris O'Dowd one, especially like always gets me because I'm just like, well, first of all, there's the fact that Chris O'Dowd calls him Dickie the whole time. <laughs> and during, during one bit of narration, uh, Richard Iwadi called refers to him as a working actor, Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> working actor, Chris O'Dowd. Then later on, Chris O'Dowd says, you know, in regards to uh, being booked in like a, basically like a Winnebago, like a trailer <laughs> yeah. for where he's done. Chris O'Dowd says, this is the first time you've ever made me laugh. <laughs> Which is very funny. Yeah. We should take a second to talk about the the, the Crystal Dot episode. Yeah. Because it has maybe this is this is a hard statement to qualify, but, but maybe the funniest thing ever maybe. happens in <laughs> Maybe. Kelsey, may I set the stage? Please set the stage. So in some point during their Vienna travels, mm-hmm. the two of them go to a snow globe museum. I think. It's a it's a snow globe museum. I think some of them are for sale, but it's definitely mm-hmm. a snow globe museum. And for some reason, these two are allowed to handle the snow globes. Chris takes more initiative in that than Richard Iwade does. Yes. It's like this kindly old man is the, is the keeper of the hotel. Or not the hotel, the, the, <laughs> the museum, medium. excuse me. And uh, Chris O'Dowd is like holding one of the snow globes. A which really is like big one. A really big, very old, very valuable snow globe. <laughs> I don't know if it's old, but... It's, it seems old. I guess all snow globes seem like they were made about 100 years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to... No snow globe has ever, ever really looked modern. Yeah. There's, just, there's like a modern car inside it is all oh, I remember. Yeah. Well, it looks very big and expensive yeah. and it's clearly of some sort of value. And like the whole thing is that like it's kind of a secret how snow globes are made and like they're made by hand by this this particular man. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris O'Dowd does that thing and it's it's so beautiful. It's, it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing. He does that thing where you like pretend to drop something and you do like the oh, 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 oh. But then he does it and he actually drops it. <laughs> Which maybe it's just me, but that sort of is like, it's if so I if I'd seen that in real life, I would never have stopped laughing. It's so good. Richard does laugh. Uh, Chris feels terrible immediately. Richard Owade says maybe the most relatable thing ever when he says, "I'm just thrilled it's not me." <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's such a good moment, and it's like the most real moment. Like <laughs> that's what impresses me about Richard Owade. I mean, he's clearly a, a gifted writer and director mm-hmm. but he's also a talented improviser mm-hmm. and you can see even in those moments where he's like caught off guard by something that happens in the the show mm-hmm. in the sort of the, the footage not the pre-recorded narration mm-hmm. he's still very funny yeah and he still maintains sort of like everything is sort of over the top in terms of the language he uses especially in the narration but in his like just interactions as well everything is sort of delivered at the same pitch of enthusiasm mm-hmm. and so it's like a, like a mix of detachment and genuine enthusiasm so everything like and when everything is delivered at the same level, it makes certain it makes things funnier because there should be variation in your level of enthusiasm. But if the same for everything, <laughs> things just just you happen to be funnier. It's <laughs> it's like it, it's hard for me to describe. It's like it's like a brilliant piece of comedic work. It's like Iowadian. It's Iowadian. Yeah, it's the like tone so, is specific so specific to him. <laughs> it's so specific, but it's so funny if you can get into it. But yeah, I think that that moment. Because when I started watching the show, I think there was maybe two or three series out. But I remember I watched that Chris O'Dowd one first because that was when I was going through the episode. Like, I I don't remember even how I found it, honestly. But um, probably just watching panel shows on the internet, you know. That sounds like you. A YouTube rabbit hole. But um, I, like, found out there was, like, multiple episodes. And I looked for the first, like, guest person that I knew. And it was Chris O'Dowd. So it was, like, the first one that I watched. <laughs> and, um... 
And and that moment just like cemented me and was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is going to be a good show. <laughs> so yeah, it works as a show. It works. We like it. We like it. It's good. I think you have to be on a certain wavelength to enjoy it. Apparently. I don't think, mm, boy. <laughs> Kelsey showed me this review from Huffington Post UK, <laughs> which is a, a thing I was not really aware of. Mm-hmm. But it's a review by one... Rob Atkinson, yeah. actor, writer, columnist. Ugh. Uh, we, you know, I, I don't want to you know, get dragged down on this, but he writes a very, very negative re- review of the first episode of Travel Man, and I was not happy about it. He just seems to really miss the point. Yeah. He seems to... Well, this might be instructive, actually. He views Richard Iwade's persona as, as being a sort of... Uh, detached, yes, but in a negative way. And then he sort of is placing himself above the play- things he's, he's doing and places he's visiting. I don't feel that's true. I don't feel like that's true either. I, I, I do see how you could maybe interpret it that way. But I do feel like, you know, anything negative that he says is sort of delivered in a... I don't know. It's hard to describe. Sometimes the joke is on him. The joke is that Richard Iwadi is sort of a timid, bookwormy, non-drinking... <laughs> uh, what is it? Teetotal? Teetotal. Teetotal type person? Yes. And who is just out there in the world trying to experience things and just cannot handle what's happening. <laughs> um, can you can you help me on this, Kelsey? I'm trying to describe... Because he does say things that sort of are... Could be read as, as dismissive. But I don't think they're meant to be. Like, I think there's sort of a, a, an effort to pit the um, Richard Iwate character, for lack of a better <laughs> word, I, as a foil to the other person who is, like, legitimate tourist... Hoping to like enjoy their mini break, um, and and like his dismissal of of whatever it is makes their enthusiasm for it more highlighted and 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 more comedic. I think when you put it like that, I believe that may be what they're going for sometimes. Yeah, that doesn't really come across. No. So if that's really like, uh, I don't know. I just think he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. <laughs> that might just be it. I think this guy just does not find Retro Iwate funny. Yeah. And if you don't find something funny, then that's fine. It's fine. But like that's... Don't ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. I think this this review is also like... I don't want to get into it. No. There's, there's some upsetting stuff in this review. It was just like, I never really thought that someone wouldn't like enjoy it. And I was like, oh no, this terrible, most likely racist conservative man <laughs> doesn't like this show. And mostly after looking at the rest of his articles because Richard doesn't like football. <laughs> yeah, this guy... He 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 bolds the term the beautiful game when talking about how the fact that Richard Iwadi does not enjoy football. A lot of his articles are about soccer. That's too bad. Yeah. I think the the biggest Mostly the, it was a learning experience for me that people could like not enjoy the Richard Iwadi thing. It's tough. <laughs> it's hard for me to believe too, but I have to assume it's it's the case. Yeah. But I think the the key point of divergence here is that he in the first paragraph uh calls the show an hour of irritating ego tripping, which First of all, it's confusing because the show's not typically an hour long. No. There are some specials, but it's largely a half-hour program. But mm. that's whatever. <laughs> uh, ego tripping is, seems odd to me. I, do, I, th- I think you could not... I, it's hard, hard for me to imagine you could look at the show and, and, and think of it as a, a... An ego trip? A, a vanity project to boost the, the profile and the prestige of Richard Iwade as a person. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But I think hopefully funny, silliness masquerading as an informative travel program. I don't know, man. It's a half-hour show about Rashad Wadi bopping around cities. I don't think it's masquerading as anything. It knows that it's silliness. That, there, are, there, are, there is only the slightest 
pretension that this show is informative, and yeah. they do not lean on that. No. But again, if you just don't find our trial Iwate funny, um, this show is not for you. It's not for you. <laughs> and quite frankly, you can get est. I'll, I'll say that. I don't want to get too blue on here, but I, I don't care much for that kind of talk. <laughs> you know that, Kelsey, but that, that really upsets me that someone could not like Richard Iwate. Seriously. What travel man destination, either out of all of them or out of these four, would you most like to visit? Did I already give it away that I want to go back to Copenhagen? I mean, you did say that. Because that. that'd be the one. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to uh, Budapest. Cause I, w- I don't want to get in those public baths. It They're seems so like that, nice that'd be a real though. thing you'd, you'd really almost have to do. They're so good. Uh, among the other episodes that, you know, they've been to, they've been to, they one episode they went to New York. I mean, we've been there. We've been there. We're there right now, baby. See your city. We're there right now. For the rest of the world, it's a trip of a lifetime. For you, it's a subway ride away. Kelsey? Where yeah. would you like to go? What Where travel would man destination would you visit? I would really like to go to St. Petersburg. But also, I was just thinking, you know, I haven't been to... In Russia? In Russia. Kelsey. Russia, I know. That's that's not okay right now. I know. We are, it is a tense time. <laughs> but I was also saying to you when we were catching up that I haven't ever been to Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to go to maybe Copenhagen or, or Oslo or Stockholm. Where would you want to go with Rajdaiwade for 48 hours? <laughs> um, well, I I know what my answer is, but my wife's in the room, so I'm not sure I can say it, honestly. Uh, back to my flat. Or his flat. He is also married. Amen. Engaged ain't married. And marriage ain't real. What? Like I always say. <laughs> you know my classic catchphrase about how marriage isn't real? I mean, that is the one that you say every episode. It's, it's, it goes well with my other catchphrase, feminism has gone too far. And, and, my, and along with, I really, really want to fuck Richard. <laughs> that's true. I end every episode like that. Um, Kidding. I love you, Sarah. I love you. Love you too, boo. You can have sex with Richard if you want. <laughs> you know what? As long as he wants. This you know, is very gross. Can we be real? We, well, first of all, thank you. Sarah, I appreciate that very much. Uh, can we be real? Sure. Can we be real for a second? Can we be real for a second? I just want to hang out with this dude anywhere. It's true. I meet him, you know, downtown London. Yeah. Go out for a cheeky Nando's. <laughs> and then right back to his place <laughs> to meet his lovely wife. I just want, I just want to pick his brain. Yeah. Just get in there. Just pick your brain. Ooh, what, were you, what, were you, what were you thinking when you made the double? What were you thinking? What's that all about? <laughs> what were you thinking? Submarines was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what's no feeling like in real life? <laughs> what is no feeling like in real life? Kelsey, I will turn this question back upon you. Oh. That's right. It's come back around. Where would you go with Richard Iwade for 48 hours? I didn't think about it. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> At no point when you were writing that question down, did you stop to think what your answer would be? It's true. I didn't. It's almost impressive. I think I would like to go, God, somewhere ridiculous, right? Like, can I do like 48 hours in Disney World with Richard Iwate? Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, obviously, the two of you going to Epcot first. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, we go to Epcot. We do Epcot, you know. You got to go during the Beer and Wine Festival. Yeah. Oh, no, he he's doesn't really drink. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he could get real into Spaceship Earth. 
Yeah, now they've, they've toned down the alien encounter ride a, a bit, so you could probably handle that. Because it's a Lilo and Stitch ride now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. It's not shit your pants scary anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we can't. Do, we've already talked about this in the podcast before. <laughs> we spent like half an it's hour on, on alien encounter. <laughs> it's a shared trauma. <laughs> Can I, I, have, I have a second. Um, as you all know, shared trauma is how you build relationships. Um, I have a second answer for where I would like, want, like to go with Rich Iowa for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-part answer. Okay. Part one, Aruba. Part two, Jamaica. <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama. Come Key, on. Pretty mama. <laughs> Key Largo, Montego. Richard, why don't we go down to Kokomo? Kokomo. But hey, as long as we're taking control of the narrative, Kelsey, you know what time it is. It's pitch time. It's pitch. It, it came once. It came once before, like a thief in the night. <laughs> and, but now it has returned. And yeah. once again, it's pitch time. Pitch it's time. time. Hey Netflix, don't you want this show? God, I really just don't know. <laughs> it's pitch time. Let's, let's go. Let's go straight to the jugular. Netflix. Netflix. You already have a show called Queer Eye. It's nationwide. It's sweeping the nation. It's sweeping People the love nation. It. Everyone loves it. So, that's a, that's a hit. That's so a hit. So you have a pre-established hit on your hands. Yes. What you need is a show that comes up in that watch next field once the seasons are done. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you got up next? Okay. What do people love? Travel shows. It's they true. love travel shows. They love travel shows. So, here they love making people's lives better. They love making people's lives better. People love what do people love. They love travel. They love charismatic, uh, uh, you know, performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, bingo, right bingo, here, right, right here, right in front of you. Got two of them. You got two of them looking you dead, dead in the in the windows of your soul, <laughs> right in the eyes. People love being told what to do. It's true. <laughs> uh, so here's the pitch. The show is myself, Kelsey. Probably we get some other folks in there. I don't know. Two to three other people. Two to three other people. Maybe get those ladies from Spirits in there. Maybe the girl from Girl in Space. Maybe um. Maybe, maybe Sarah. Maybe Sarah. <laughs> uh, the Ninja Warriors from Andrew Ninja Warrior. Obviously. Uh, we gotta get Malcolm Gladwell in there. Obviously. <laughs> totally. <laughs> we gotta get um Kid Fury from the Reed. Nicole maybe, Byer. Why won't you date me? Maybe maybe the premise is us planning vacations for podcasters <laughs> i like it it's very niche and i love it do a live show wherever they go Ooh. okay well that's Repeat that's that the mic, like I did. so maybe, maybe instead of like regular families or people like we had originally pitched we're just planning vacations for podcasters yeah, so we, we sort of put the cart ahead of the horse here a little bit we did or is that right is that backwards put the put the cart before the horse whatever yes. it's all it's all upside down because the show is <laughs> Us and whoever our collection of uh, established... Our team is. Our team. Our, uh, our Fab Five. The show is called Best Trip Ever. Right. And what it is, is our team is going to build for you, the not the viewer, you, the, the not the contestant, like the person. The person. There's every, every episode, there's a new schmuck. Yeah. A new a new Joe Schmo mm-hmm. or and or Jane Schmo. Or both. They want to go on the trip of their lifetime. It's the best trip ever. The best trip ever. And we collect information about them mm-hmm. from them, probably also from their friends and family. People love that shit too. Mm-hmm. And and with this information, we pl- plan for them a trip that, suited to their interests. One member does, you know, the food stuff. Mm-hmm. Someone does museums. Mm-hmm. Someone does music. Someone does uh, architecture, you know, whatever other people. Really someone does like art. 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 Architecture. Art. 
Public, food is definitely one. Public parks. Yeah, the same way every one of the queer eye guys has a thing. Has a thing. Each one of us will have a thing. Yes. And then we, we plan this trip for them. And we are also present on the trip. This is very important, Netflix. <laughs> we're going on these trips with them. We're not, we're not with them throughout the whole trip. Yeah, we're not, they we're get not, to enjoy it, They get obviously. to enjoy it, but we like introduce the next thing. Mm-hmm. We set them up. If it's like a restaurant, we like show them to the, their table or just like we're give like an a, overview of what it a is. a personal trip concierge. Yes. So they don't actually have to interact with anyone that <laughs> right. they don't want to interact with. Right. Uh, we're going to need someone who knows a lot of languages. Okay, so this. that's one person. Okay, so we got a language person. <laughs> a language person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst job in the show. <laughs> and like, you know, if it's like a museum trip, my yeah. my idea was like maybe, you know, we, you know, Kelsey, you create a, a self-curated trip for them. They're like their own personal audio tour. Yes. And it's, it's, it's your voice. It's my voice. It's your voice. My voice or, or the voice of, you know, if it was really cool and we had inns places, it'd be like I would talk to curators or, Ooh, or yeah. like you know educators or whatever and, and so they have their own for them. their own like little tour throughout the museum personalized yeah. just for them so we get to do like the cool shit in yeah. creating that and then we give them a thing so they can enjoy their trip by themselves not with us hanging around but we also no. get to go on the trip but we are the stars don't get it twisted don't ever get it twisted i think you made a good point in like the, the the people we are planning the trip for should be as present as the family or couple or whatever is on like a home improvement show on the property brothers <laughs> but we're the brothers <laughs> we're the brothers these 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 jane and joe schmucks joe schmoes they're just here for the ride yeah we know them we know what their wants are mm-hmm. but you know you're not coming there for them you're coming there for us to see you're us coming you're coming shit. for us yeah you're coming for you know and our compatriots uh you it's us mm-hmm. and so the the the, the new the, the just now added update to this this premise is that all the contestants, no, I keep saying contestants, all of the guests, yeah. all the people taking the trips, mm-hmm. the trippers, mm-hmm. they are podcasters yeah. and they're doing a live show in every maybe, city like, they go that's, to. That's what it is. It's like, you know, they have a live show wherever and they have like a short amount of time to get the most out of that new place that they are. This and it's good. our it's our job to make sure they get the most out of that place. Again, very niche. Very niche. But I, I do like it. <laughs> How much do you want the McElroy's in Barcelona? <laughs> Come on, get those McElroy boys down there in South America. Ooh. Oh, not Barcelona. No, mm-hmm. Barcelona, South America. One of those two places. Yes. Which is on Earth. <laughs> Which is in South Which is... America. <laughs> Earth is in South America? Shh. Didn't you ever see Men in Black 1? Yeah. The universe is on Orion's belt? Yeah. Anything's up for grabs, baby. We it's... could be a tiny marble on a cat's neck. <laughs> we could be inside a locker in a bigger universe. <laughs> Men in Black 2 is not canon. For you. I don't accept it. <laughs> Only the, the TV show, the cartoon show, and the first movie are canon. And the music video from Men in Black 3 where Pipple did Back in Time. What Those about are... the new one that's coming out? What? Yeah, the new one with uh, Chris Hemsworth. That's not real, is it? Yes, it is. It's Chris Hemsworth. And, and Tessa um, Thompson, Tessa right? Tessa Thompson. It's going to be amazing. Mm, I can't wait to see how another film wastes Tessa Thompson's innate uh, charisma and talent. Okay, so Kelsey, final verdict. I love me some Travel Man. Travel Man's great. If we got to go watch some more because you haven't seen the John Hamm episode. Oh, no, I got I to peep that. Got to peep that. Uh, if you love you some Richard Iwade, you should see it. You should see it. And if you haven't, if you don't love you some Richard Iwade, give it a shot anyway. Somehow it's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. <laughs> there is something about the, um, it's on Channel 4, right? Yeah. Yeah, so something about, I think the 
copyright laws in Well, I think most of 4? the panel shows that are, most of the shows that are on YouTube that are British are on Channel 4 or are Channel 4 shows. So it, I think it's something about does Channel 4 does not have copyright for any of their programming. I or maybe they just don't have enough money to like pay someone to to like watchdog it getting infringed basically. Wow, that's And it's I also mean, it's I, good for me. I also bet if you were in the UK it wouldn't be available. Okay, you're probably right. Special thanks to Dania Bowd of the Weeping Willards for use of their song, Outside in the Rain, from their self-titled album. Available now on Bandcamp. <laughs> Special thanks to Carly Sussman, who designed our logo. You can find her work at carly-rose.com. Dot com. Carly-rose.edu. Dot <laughs> gov. <laughs> You you can this. you can find her work at carly.co.uk. You can find her work at carly-rose.com. If you have a second and the inclination to do so, please, you know, rate us. Rate us. Share us with us. a friend. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that thing. Smash that thing. Uh, hey, hey, our next episode. It's the 50th one. It's the 50th episode. It's the 50th episode. We've done 50 of these. Not yet. Okay. okay. Well, we've <laughs> almost done 50. We've almost done 50. So, you know, that might be a very special episode. Possibly. Uh, even more insular and niche than our normal episodes. So <laughs> Most likely. If that intrigues you, stay tuned. If it doesn't, come back in a month. <laughs> and then you're likely to be pleased at what we're talking about. If you oh, are Come back a in a month. It's going to be our, our most, <laughs> most crowd-pleasing episode ever. Possibly. I promise you this. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up only I can mention me Only I can mention me Only I can mention me It's pitch time Gotta drop a pitch It's coming on the track like you know it fast My mind's fast but fast